Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 26th day of December. I'm your host, Paul White. Thank you for joining me. Just want to remind you, two drops on Sunday. That's this podcast where we're going to walk through, get into Genesis 18 today. But there's a full-length sermon, and by full-length, this week is actually shorter than normal. We do about 34 minutes. Part of it's greeting and year in review. The other part deals with the title. You'll find it under the title, The Chaos After the Christ. I encourage you to give it a listen. I think it will give you another thing to think about in this one day past Christmas. I saved it. We normally air on Sunday anyway, but a lot of times on Christmas week, I'll put something up on Christmas. Instead, this year, we let the sermon be a post-Christmas thought, the fact that life moves on after your great revelation of Christ. And much to our chagrin, it isn't always moving on in great directions. You would think after Christ arrives, everything gets better. The truth is, Sometimes everything gets worse. So the slaughter of the innocents by King Herod when he killed all the baby boys in Bethlehem two and under, that is the focus of the message. And I hope you'll give it a listen. The chaos after the Christ. Okay, I told you about it yesterday. I I just thought I would mention it again today and we'll move on. And as we jump into this week, we're heading now headlong towards the end of the month. Next Friday will be New Year's Eve. Thus, it will be the essay edition for us as we'll close out the 2021 calendar. Uh, So heading into these next five programs, that's today and then Monday to Thursday, we're going to get busy in Genesis 18. Uh, As we look at Abraham's story, there is a, a shift. We got out of 17, Abraham has had a conversation with God asking that Ishmael be the one with whom God establishes his covenant. And God says, no, it's going to be through Sarah. And we don't really know, we don't have real good explanation at this point as to why that is. Um, We won't get that until Paul really expounds upon that. And I've promised you for the last few days that we are going to look at the Pauline version of this story in Galatians uh, in regards to both Sarah and Hagar, and in regards to the Sons of Promise. And we're going to do that, but I'm going to set it up with the thought that Abraham is about to be challenged in a way that doesn't always meet, it doesn't always, we don't always see it clearly. I'm trying to say it that way. Um, the challenges that God puts in front of us is not to see if we'll, is not so that we'll fail tests or pass tests, but so that we'll know where we are, not so that we'll know where God is. Knowing where we are is an important part. Um, You know, rather than jumping into 18, let me just sum up 17. This sets us up for the next four days where we're going to get started in the Galatians work. It's no way we're going to get done before December's out. Um, And I'd thought about doing other things to try to fill up the calendar so we could start fresh in January, but it's not going to happen. So here's what I want to say today to sort of nail down Genesis 17 and introduce us into Genesis 18. Um, In Genesis 17, 24, Abraham's 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That's the same age he is in verse 1. So chapter 17 is really one conversation. It's the sign of the covenant. 
And then Ishmael, his son, is 13 when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. So Jewish men then take bar mitzvah. This is when they become a man. Uh, And this is somewhere around 12 or 13 years old. Jesus is brought to the temple at 12. Ishmael is circumcised at 13. This is when they seem to become a man. From this point on, babies will be circumcised at eight days, which we talked about the importance of that in a previous podcast. Verse 27, all the men of his house born in the house or bought with money from a foreigner were circumcised with him. Okay, I I sum all of that up so that I can lead you, eventually lead you into 18. I say eventually because we're going to be in Galatians for a few days. But I say it for this cause. You deal with the stranger in terms of circumcision, in the exact same way you deal with those in the house. So if they are a man in their house, whether they're born there or they're bought with money from a foreigner, they're circumcised with them. So whether they're blood-born or whether they're money-bought, so whether they were born into this, let's say it this way, born into the family or brought into the family, they're all the same. Then contrast it in 18 when three strangers show up at the tent of Abraham and Abraham then washes their feet and gives them food. So here's the test. God gives the covenantal sign of circumcision and says it's to be for everyone in your house. Treat everyone the same that visits the house. If they live there, they come in under the same covenant. Then God tests Abraham by acting like a stranger. It's to see how Abraham will treat the stranger after having just been told how to treat the stranger. Now, we'll get to this in a couple of weeks, but the broader test going on here is going to be that after God visits Abraham in 18, he goes down to visit Sodom in 19 to see if Sodom is as bad as he has heard. And we'll get into what that probably means versus what we often think it means. Because what it probably means lines up with the theme of the Bible far better than what we act like or think that it means. And so stay with us over the next few days to get that. When we, when we're going to divert into Galatians. When we come back to Genesis, we'll be in 18 where we get to watch how Abraham treats the stranger, it mirrors how we're supposed to treat the stranger and strange, not, I was going to say strangely, but not strangely. Interestingly, it also mirrors how Jesus not only treats the stranger, but treats his disciples. Good, good stuff coming up. Let's jump to Galatians starting tomorrow. Have a good day. God bless.